Greetings. Hi, how are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good you of all. You come get the voodoo. Uh, hey there. And you are. Light be with hey, you. Great to you meet you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? Buy and trade. What? Hello and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and other video games and virtual reality and love making many alts. Today is Sunday, October 9th, 2022, and this is episode 766 entitled Insurmountable Odds versus the Kobayashi Maru. Today is a good day to die. <laughs> I'm a brilliant your host, and with me is my awesome co host, Constrax. Hey, Constrax, how are you? I'm a little bit fatigued, but I feel great otherwise. Okay. And, of course, we want to get a shout-out to Grand Negus. He can't be with us, but he will be back. And we miss him, and we apologize to all the Final Fantasy XIV fans. Ooh, say that four times. <laughs> four times fast, yeah. Fast, yeah. Uh, we have lost our – we have no uh, – tidbits as it were of Final Fantasy 14 um, I do want to say the title is all constructs even though it technically is a mixture of two different ideas <laughs> yes it's got uh, Star Trek versus uh, no it's both Star Trek uh, and Star Wars pretty yeah. much no there's no Star Wars in that Kobayashi Maru. Luke Luke Skywalker taking on the Death Star. That's not insurmountable odds. Oh, oh, that was the insurmountable. That's that's where I'm coming from. That's the intent, at least. But okay, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. All right, but um, (laughs) Kobayashi. I like the Kobayashi Maru personally. Right, and a good time to die today is a good time to die. Is more of a um. uh, That's Worf. That's Worf. That's a Klingon. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Deep Space Nine. All right. So, uh, how have you been? How's your week? I have been uh, uber, uber, uber busy. I um, I uh, was uh, not having any luck waiting for people to join me in the game. Wait, uh, my we're buddy doing who pre- I play. That's that's your segment. Oh we're doing pre-game yeah. banter now. <laughs> right. I'm all over the place. So now uh, we talk about week. how's the weather? Did you get out and do anything fun? How many more days do you have left on your vacation? Or is it already I over? go back I go back Tuesday. tomorrow is my last day of vacation. I'm completely exhausted. I need to go back to work so I can rest and get my routine <laughs> back. And how's that's that? what I do is that I play hard when I'm on vacation and when I go back to work I rest. Mm. And how's the weather? Is it's it, uh, is it cold 26 yet? degrees outside. It's 26 degrees outside. It's horribly hot. We have a 
fruit fly infestation in my building. There's about 50 <gasps> flies in my apartment, and they're multiplying faster and faster and faster. Every time I go into a different room, I kill five, five to six flies. Oh, how awful. And I go back in the other room, and I kill five more, six, six more. And I talk to somebody in the elevator. It's like that on every floor. Every floor has a fly infestation right oh now. Oh, my God. Well, you know what we had? What I had was these tiny mosquitoes and they were biting me but yeah they, they sprayed a few weeks ago for those where i am oh we don't spray here but it's it was funny because i was the only one who was biting i would ask other people one of my neighbor's husbands was getting bitten but most people were not but yeah. now that it's cooler they they've gone away so yeah. i'm glad about that um i uh it actually got well 50 degrees here what's what's that what's that in celsius we have to ask siri (laughs) siri knows everything yeah siri what is 59 degrees in celsius hey siri what is 59 degrees in celsius I'll do it the hard way. I can just change it in the settings. Okay, so... Oh, 12. So you're 26? I'm at 26, yeah. 26, and it's 96% humidity, and it hasn't rained for four weeks. There's a fire 10 miles east, and they can't put out the fire because they don't have enough... uh, firefighters so they just contain it a little bit oh my goodness i had to when i walked i today i had to put my neck muffler on because it was cool but i can still wear oh really well my i wish it i wish it was 12 at night here (laughs) if it was 12 at night we'd be able to sleep better but i only sleep uh two and a half hour three hours a day because it's so damn hot you wake up you have to have a shower so you can go back to bed dude i don't know if you ever watched red dwarf (laughs) <laughs> Lister used to put his pillow in the in the freezer, freezer so yeah. it'd be cool yeah. and then it, he would turn it over and then he would go into the other freezer and you had another pillow there <laughs> to switch <laughs> so oh, um i got my booster shot and my flu shot so i'm all Oh. And I was a little bit surprised because I didn't realize my last shot was last October. So I had gone a year without a shot. But right. I mean, what about what about uh, your boost? Did you get Dragon Flight? No, Did you buy I a not, boost? I have not. That's content. We're going. <laughs> we're going to do that later. I um, look forward to it. Yeah. And uh, what else did I want to talk about? I guess that I said, oh, um, yeah, I guess that's about it. That's all the uh, pre-show banter. Let's right. get into what's going on in in WoW this week. So, so Dark Moon Fair is over. And a um, whole bunch of stuff. We have Fated Raids, Sanctum of Domination, which begins. We have PvP mm-hmm. Brawl, Deep Wind Dunk, which begins. We have Shadowlands Dungeon Event, which ends. We have Pet Battle Bonus Event, which begins. 
we have Comp Stomp, which ends the PvP Brawl, and we have Faded Raid Castle Nathria, which ends on Tuesday. Mm. It varies between 5, 7, and 8 a.m., depending on what what the different activity is. I'm right. not going to go into it. You can look it up if you have if you want to participate. Right. And then, of course, the big thing next week, and we'll talk about that next week as well, is Hollows in starts. <laughs> nice. Yes, go get your macabre Mario in that. <laughs> and lots of XP just from uh, trick-or-treating. All right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If you want to level, I don't know when um, the Drag Thieves are coming out, because when the Drag Thieves come out, they turn off that Winds of Wisdom, 50% buff to XP. Oh, that's what we, we have right now, the Winds of Wisdom. Mm. Yeah, so if you want to level alt, I'm leveling I'm leveling I'm leveling about twelve low level characters. And there's also the sign of the warrior. The final boss of each Shadowlands dungeon will drop an extra item. That ends on Tuesday. Yes. All right. Well, let's get going with our week. I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow. It's um, very comforting. (laughs) Those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. (laughs) Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Constructs, how's your weekend? Wow, Ben. Ah, sorry, I was muted. Uh, my weekend while has been really, really good. I um, I tried uh, different things to <laughs> make gold in the game, and I was more or less successful. And on Thursday, I gave away like 140k on my to my guildies on Blackrock to buy mounts and stuff. Oh, nice! And uh, to give away mats to craft mounts because I have a buddy who's trying to get uh enough gold to buy tokens so he can buy the expansion. And he's telling me he's going to buy the base edition of the game. I'm like, why don't you go for Epic? You get a $60 boost and you get a monthly free game time. So Epic pays for itself. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, you should. You're a gold maker. <laughs> if you know what you're doing, you have enough gold to, to spread the love, right? Right, yeah. And uh, he, he doesn't. He doesn't quite get it. But, uh, I I'm gonna try and funnel some gold to him, get it, get him some mats so he can make more gold. So he can either get it faster or um, wait a little bit longer and get the epic. He's a medical student, so I don't know how he even plays the game because the the field of the medicine. He's studying to be a doctor. That's some long hours studying. I don't know how he managed to uh, play WoW any WoW when you're studying for to be become a doctor. Mm. Do you have any family members who are doctors? No, no. But I know it takes a lot. I have a nephew. I have a lot of family members who are nurses, but nurses isn't quite as uh, daunting to undertake those studies. I have a nephew who's a uh, a lawyer, and that was a lot of work. Oh, yeah, they make uh, $400 an hour if they give you free <laughs> advice. You better take the free advice. Yeah, I've been there. I've met some of those people. Lawyers, notaries, all the professionals who charge big bucks to uh, give you some free advice. I'm like, take the advice. It's worth it. Hmm. 
I bought a new keyboard, and sadly, I bought a keyboard that has a, a clicking sound every time you push a key. Oh, no. So, I don't know if there's a feature on um, Zoom for a push to talk, but I'm like, yeah, that's not good. I, I didn't realize before I bought the keyboard that it was going to be a tactile keyboard. Mm. It's a gaming keyboard. That's what they are now. Like, it could suffer 2 million keystrokes before failing, but... My uh, my thirteen year old keyboard kind of given up the ghost. It's like all the letters are worn off on my left hand, which is uh, my mouse hand. Like the letters are fine, but my ASDF for movement <laughs> keys, right? For all the movement. all the letters are completely gone. There's like, nothing left there. Mm. I'm trying to retrieve my email that I sent to control out. Wow, it's not well, there. Well, I, I posted it in the doc. So if you scroll down in the show notes. I did. I didn't see it. Maybe I did it. I'm doing it wrong. I'm going to go into my uh, sent documents. I'm sure it's, it's there. In the, it's in your show there. notes right under your. Yeah. I was explaining. Um, oh, no, it's not. Here. I'm sorry. My bad. Give me one second. I thought I did it. I'm so bad. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> That's um, why I was asking for help. I'm a little yeah. bit lost today. I, I got to tell the listeners what I did. Um, Friday night, I uh, I explained to my wife that I had an appointment with a guild member, and she goes, "You're wasting so much time with your friends." I go, "No, you don't get it. If you if somebody offers to help you, you take the help." And um, she goes, "I don't understand." And I told her, I said, "Wing the quick. He's a great guy. Mm. He's a father to uh, multiple kids. He has a dog." He has a wife. He raids three times a week, <laughs> and he does all kinds of different things. And uh, he told me, he goes, "I can meet you in uh, like four hours." And I said, "I don't have four hours. I need help in one hour for fifteen minutes." So he helped me. We went to Torgas. We did a layer ten because he has unlocked the layer twelve on Torgas, so we were able to do better than what I could do on my uh, my robe. And he brought his Morgan Druid and. Uh, when we finished, it took about uh, 20 minutes. When we finished, he said, I can help you again in two weeks because I work every second Saturday. Mm. I'm like, that's somebody who's really um, generous with their time, who raids three times a week, and who's like, they go all the way for uh, their teammates. And I'm like, I I had to beg. I pretty much had to beg for his help because um, Grand Nagus isn't there. And Grand News hasn't been playing WoW well for over 100 weeks now. It's been two years. So uh, his warlock wasn't getting the love that he wanted. So he played his warrior for a little bit and stopped playing when the lawsuit started. So they're like, well, you know, it's only 105 weeks. It's only one player. I'm like, no, Grand Niggas would help me every week when I needed something. He'd help me <laughs> with my reporting setup. He'd help me with this. He'd help me with that. He'd come right away when I needed help. He'd keep me waiting for four hours. And then um, basically, uh, Wingy just, he was mm -hmm. Uber. His druid interrupted everything because I said, we're fighting a boss that's like Oranomos in the Ardenweald. I said, if it gets one cast off, it heals itself to full and we wipe. So we have to abs interrupt absolutely every single cast and then we won't be taking damage. Mm. 
And then the thing dropped that I do 30% more damage if I, as long as I'm in combat. So I saved that for the end. So when we got to the boss, he goes, we can't take down this boss where there's only two melee. He goes, we need a caster or somebody to silence it. I go, no, we got this. I go, you got a knockback. I got three interrupts. I got a stun. I got a blind and I got a kick. I go, you have uh, skull bash. You have uh, uh, not the um, uh, sun sunbeam thing, but he has a knockback where the druid uh, pushes back all this stuff in front of them. So I go, as long as we keep interrupting everything, we're going to get this down. We got him down in about six minutes. So it took 12 minutes to get to the boss, six minutes to kill the boss. I got enough soul ash to upgrade my legendary ring to 291. Oh, Grand nice. Nagus got me started on the legendary ring back in the day. He was on the show when I first got it. I upgraded it to two, from 194. 190 to 235 with his help because I wanted to understand how legendaries work mm. and I haven't touched it since. That was 105 weeks of not being able to do the content because I just I just don't have more than 5-10 minutes a day to play. So what I would do is I would do the auction house during the week on my transmute masters and on my um, flash master and I would make gold. I made about 3.5 million gold. Well, now it's end of expansion, and I need help to finish um, to finish doing some stuff. Hey, Grindon, thanks for coming to the chat room. He says, I love it for a lot. Well, thanks much for everything. Thank you. Yeah, so I, um, <laughs> I made three and a half million gold during this expansion, just selling bottles and sand mostly. And now it's end of expansion, and I'll clear my bags. And uh, so I'm, I'm liquidating my gold to get some friends on battle tag. And my battle tag actually is malfunctioning every day. It's not showing me who's on because I have, I have over, over 100 battle tag friends. So it's not prioritizing the people I want to play with. So if I play Horde side, I can't see my alliance friends who are on. Oh. So... My buddy, like, I have to keep an, a character on, on uh, Thorian Brotherhood Alliance side. So if my buddy logs on, I can see that he's on. Otherwise, I could, he could be on the whole day. I don't know he's there. Mm. Battle tag is, is not able to handle because so many people are joining the game. So um, I'm, uh, I'm finding clever ways to make gold and helping people and whatnot and doing content, group content while I'm on vacation because once I go back to work, I got five minutes a day to five to 10 minutes a, play, a day to play. I got um, eight to 10 hours a day of wife aggro. Mm. I got to do uh, three loads of laundry every day. Doing a load of laundry takes me between two and four hours, depending on how tired I am. So just like uh, winged it quick, I'm, I'm super busy. <laughs> I don't know how Lita, uh, manages to do Iron Man. That is just blows my mind. Where do you find the time to, to level uh, something and if it doesn't get the cap, you delete it. It's, it's incredible. I, I, I'm just, I have so much admiration for her. Mm. And um, I, uh, I made an appointment with Wingy in two weeks. We're going to have another 15, 20 minutes. I'm hoping to do uh, Thorgast 12 Flawless. 
So we're probably going to go back to the same wing because we had like a 98%, 96%, 98% clear, which means we missed one mob in the whole floor. Mm. So, but that was only a layer 10. You don't get nothing for layer 10. You have to do layer 12 on flawless to get the hand mount where you ride a, a, a thing that looks like the crawling claw from archaeology. Right. So I want to get that. But if I can get it for my buddy as well, I'll try and make sure he's available and I'll get Wingy to help us. And then we just need a healer and another DPS to interrupt. When we get to the final boss, we're going to breeze through this. Uh, you can't leave any of the chests unlocked. You have to unlock all the chests. Every player has to loot absolutely everything in Torghast. So it's a, it's an adventure to get that mount, but it's doable. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm hoping that uh, my friend is on more in two weeks because I'm going back to work on Tuesday and I'm not going to have time to play with him at all. So my plan is to... Um, to uh, Avoid the uh, Disney storyline. And by that, I mean, in Disney storyline, you have Bambi who loses her mother at the opening of the show. And then the show goes on and Bambi finishes happily ever after at the end of the show, even though you killed Bambi's mother at the start. That's not a good story. And they, Walt Disney repeats the same story over and over and over. Let's kill the father or let's kill somebody you care about at the start of the show. Get the, the tears flowing. And then at the end of the show, everybody lives happily ever after. <laughs> that is not how you tell a story. J.R.R. Tolkien with Steven Spielberg, they told the story of the Lord of the Rings. Gandalf fought, fights the Valrog. Okay. So they're crossing the bridge and... Uh, Bill, uh, not Bill Bowl. What's the name of the Hobbit? Frodo. I have, Frodo no, decides... I have no idea. I have never seen any of those. Oh movies. wow! I did read one of the books a long time ago, but I read. Isn't it, I read isn't all, the, the Hobbit. Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo was like the the the, the uncle of uh, Frodo. Oh, of Frodo. Okay. Gotcha. So, Lord of the Rings is basically this epic story that tells a story about war, losing a child, and um, fighting the good fight until the end, until you get delivered from the, the evil or the enemy that is a uh, all-powerful type of deal. Mm. Uh, it's a good story, but it, it has it has the heroes returning at the end to their village where everything's been destroyed. And they have to rebuild from scratch. And the four of them sit in the tavern telling the stories of these four different factions that they had to join to succeed in the war. And all the little hobbits, like the gnomes, had to go different places. They don't wear shoes because, you know, they want <laughs> breakfast, mid-morning breakfast and afternoon breakfast. Anyway, Gandalf is this mage who's super powerful. And he has to fight the Balrog, which is like this big demon like Ragnaros. So Gandalf fights the Balrog on this bridge, and um, he doesn't he doesn't win right away. You don't know what happens to him in book one because he falls off the cliff, and as he's falling, he grabs the edge of the cliff, and Frodo looks back, all worried his his friend's gonna die, his his uh, mentor, and 
Gandalf just yells at them, fly, you fools. And then he falls. And what we don't know is when he's falling, he's fighting the Balrog all the way. He catches his sword in midair, and <laughs> the fight goes on. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but it's on YouTube if you haven't seen it. And uh, it's a long fight. Anyway, that is a better story. Another story <laughs> that is the same as that is when Worf fights the Jemadar soldiers one by one, and they all come close to killing him. Each soldier is stronger and stronger because they learn from worse mistakes. Mm. And um, at the end, the, um, the the shapeshifter people come over and they say, just kill him. And Jamadar commander, he looks at Worf and he says, he cannot be defeated. His spirit is unbroken. Mm. He, he's not telling us that he can't be killed. He's telling us that he's going to keep getting up over and over and over. And Worf confesses on a different show that Martok looks in Worf's eye and Worf was going to lower his guard for the for the Jemadar to kill him on the next pass. And Martok, who lost his eye, said, don't give up. Mm. Put him back in the fight. Keep going. And um, when uh, Grand Nigus quit WoW, years ago it affected me but you know what i did i didn't let it crush my spirit instead i decided i have to be the person that gets up and keeps going and brings my friends along with me and keeps keeps the story going because i i want i want this community to prosper i found a npc near the horde embassy there's a counterpart as well and Stormwind, the embassy, the port embassy is called. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go on past that, I want to go back to, to Wharf just for one second yeah. because I had a funny Absolutely. thing. Had a funny thing happen the other day. I, um, I listened to a lot of, um, Columbo, a lot of podcasts like Columbo yeah. and, um, um, Murder She Wrote. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. they were um, talking about the Bye Bye Sky High episode. Have you ever seen Columbo? I've seen almost all the Columbos, but not in order. I, I okay. really should watch Do you remember it back the from one? the beginning. So you remember the one where they go to the uh, Mensa-like place? And the guy is has killed his partner with uh, using the... Um, the Vitrola. It's, it's, okay, anyways, the guy's name is Theodore Bickle. And I got, yeah. I had to comment because they were talking about him. You know, they when in the podcast that I listened to, they were, right. I won't mention it, but they were talking about the different actors and stuff. And they were talking about what this guy had been in. And I'm like, but that's Worf's father. <laughs> And, and that's where I know Theodore Bickle from. You know, he was. Oh wow! Remember, he was Worf's father in the. He adopted. I, father. I know. I know who Peter Falk is because he's, he's an actor. He's still, he's still uh, doing acting, even though he's only got one eye. He has a glass eye. He's dead. But I don't know. I don't know who the actor is that you mentioned. You know the guy that plays Worf's father. Anyways, let's go on. You go on with your week. I'm just digressing. 
I wish I could follow along. I just it's I'm, okay. my mind's not I'm all I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead with your week. So anyway, um, I uh, I go through Ogremar and I'm on an alt, and I walk by this character that says, "Do you want to be a um, a guide?" And I go, "What's a guide?" So it's uh, called ALF Path Leader. She's a she's a um, board recruiter. So you talk to her, and if you have level sixty and three thousand quests completed, she gives you a uh, a mentor status. Mm. So you join channel uh, newcomers to the game, and all the new players have a little murloc head or a little chicken head above their head. Their portrait. So when you walk around Ogremar, you see these, all these Murloc people pass you, and uh, these little chickens. I think chickens are re returning players, and Murlocs are people who've never played. So I rock up to them, and if they're on the same realm or connected realm, I hand them five thousand gold, five thirty-two slot bags, and um, I tell them pay it forward. And they're like, I don't understand, really. I go, if you find a new player in the starting zone who's never played the game, give them 100 gold and one bag. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do to repay me. And uh, also, people can ask questions. They go, what's what's the green thing above your head? Well, you know, I volunteer for Blizzard. It's a, it's a, something you've taken from Final Fantasy XIV. Randigus was speaking about it one time. They, uh, they mentored a new players by... Um, uh, giving them instructions on how to find stuff. Mm. So, one player uh, was a level twenty nine, level twenty nine orc warrior. He had no idea to play the game. Oh, he's wow. on Jubithos. He's on Jubithos. He's asking me, "What's an heirloom?" I go, "It's an undercity. You have to visit SL Gendry, and you have to buy a weapon from her." that you can scale up to level 59. So, of course, he plays a Fury Warrior, and he wants a, a two-hander. I go, you play a two Fury Warrior, you need a one-hander, you need to make a copy of it, and when you get Titan's Grip, you can get a two-hander. So what does he do? I give him 85k, and he buys a two-hander, he upgrades it to max, and he goes, I've only got 14k left. I go, well, you're, you're out of a weapon. You could buy the other one-hander for 650 gold, and now you can't upgrade it because you spent all your gold on the wrong item. So, lesson learned. Yes. And uh, he battle-tagged friends, me, and uh, we keep talking and talking. Oh, there's a murloc walking by me. And uh, I said, you know, do you want something useful for the game? He goes, I'm kind of busy right now. You know, this kind of busy right now attitude that everybody has for this whole entire expansion. I get that from somebody who's been playing for one week. Oh, I'm doing something. Right. So I go see what he's doing. He's in Zuldazar trying to take on an elite by himself. The elite keeps one-shotting him over and over and over. He's going to be there for four hours. I'm not, I don't have that kind of time. I have five minutes to help him before I pull wife aggro. And uh, he goes, I, I asked him for 60 minutes, can you come to Ogremar? 
And he just keeps ignoring me, ignoring me, ignoring me, ignoring me. Finally, he goes, oh, yes, I, I can come to Ogremar later. I go, can you come now? <laughs> you know, like, I'm going to help you. Just come to Ogremar. So I summon him with the summoning stone in the Cleft of Shadows. He's there instantly. He doesn't have to figure out how to get there. Right. Then, then I use the uh, mage, my second, my spare mage, to teleport him to Dalaran and North Ren. Then I put him directly in front of the vendor, May Francis, near the toy shop or uh, near the pet shop. And I say, do you see Reigns of the Traveler's Thunderman? <gasps> he goes, yes, I see it, but I only have 14K. I'm sure 16K. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. Don't go broke. I'm asking you if you see the item. He goes, yes, it's 20,000 gold. So I open a trade window. I've already given that player 85,000 gold for his weapon. I gave him an extra 20,000 gold for that mount. Wow. And I said, pay it forward. So he still has gold to play the game. He's still got 32 slot bags. He's not going to be poor unless he tries to go buy all the heirlooms. I told him, don't buy heirlooms right away. It's very, very expensive. So I, 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 like I'm trying to slowly get people to understand all you need to start is a weapon. Everything else you can get later. Right. And, and the weapon people, gives you some 10% XP. No, the, the, the weapon scales with you. You don't have right. to fill that slot and look where weapons all over the place. People are such a hurry to get the max level. The guy asks me, he goes, should I get Dragon's Light now? I go, no. He goes, should I buy Shadowlands? I go, no. I go, once uh, Dragonflight launches in a few weeks, you're going to get Shadowlands for free. All you got to do is be around for the the beginning event, and they'll, then it'll become part of the, uh, the subscription. You won't have to pay for it. So he says 54 bucks or whatever, U.S. So uh, I went, then I... Uh, I went ahead and gifted uh, Shadowlands Basic Edition to one of my friends. Oh, wow. So it, I had to pay $6 Canadian tax, which is fine. The government wants their money. They want yeah. their cut. Well, they do so much with it, especially with health care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They pave the roads. They give yeah. themselves bonuses. They try to pay off the national debt by spending more. Say, say, by don't do what we say, don't we do what we do, right? Exactly. So, anyway, I gave him the base expansion, and then I said, You know, when you get when you get it on Friday, upgrade it to Epic. He goes, I can't. He goes, hey, me. Captain Adonis, I go, You should be able to just upgrade that. He goes, No, he goes, Blizzard made it so that if you get the base edition. You have to upgrade to Epic. You get a refund of the base of your Blizzard balance. I go, that's stupid. It's just Blizzard doesn't want to handle refunds because of the collector's editions. People mm -hmm. buy the collector's edition, can't play until uh, the game's launched. So they buy a base edition of Dragonflight and they don't want to handle refunds. So they, they credit you Blizzard balance. So they owe you money, but not real money. They, you know, you'll pay yourself in gold or whatever. So anyway, I'm a little frustrated with that. Like, I made a gift to my friend, but he wants to mount the pet 
60 days of game time and the boost. So he's kind of stuck. He's going to have to buy Epic later and um, get a uh, refund on what I gave him, the gift I gave him. That was not my intent. I'm uh, I'm sorry I did that uh, for him. Um, I uh, I picked up a lot of wife aggro this week and uh, I upgraded my legendary and I I like the story of the Kobayashi Maru from Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, where Chrissy Alley has to do the exam and she flunks <laughs> miserably. She destroyed yeah. everybody. Uhura's laying dead on the floor. Spock's lately, you know, Captain Spock's leaning over the console and all this stuff. And it's like, Huh. Well, that didn't work. And she goes, that was not a fair test. No, and Kirk goes, Kirk goes, really? It wasn't? You didn't learn anything? <laughs> he goes, you have to face the possibility that there's a no-win scenario. And later, Kirk gets to meet his son, who is his uh, girlfriend didn't tell him she was pregnant. His son tells uh, Christy Alley that Kirk cheated to pass the exam. He reprogrammed the condition so it was possible to save everyone. Right. So they, they gave him a, a starship because of that. And um, basically, uh, he was the youngest captain in the fleet. Mm. So it's a, it's a good story element, but it's not... Nobody has to die. So anyway, at the end of uh, Star Trek 2... At the end of Star Trek 2. Hello, I'm recording. Sorry. So at the end of Star Trek 2, the Wrath of Khan, um, everybody's going to die. Uh, Kirk yells down to Scotty, uh, Scotty, I need warp speed now or we're all dead. Mm. And um, it's very uh, tense moment. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. The, the, the Basically, the movie's off the rail at that point and um, Ricardo Montalba, who's the actor who does Khan, he wins by basically uh, killing off everyone with the, uh, the the wave thingy that's going to make a planet, right? So they're in this nebula. They can't outrun the guy. They can't get warp speed. Everything looks bad, badly for um, Kirk and Spock. And you see Spock, he doesn't say anything. He just turns... It's a look on his face, and he walks away. That's how a, sto- a good story is told. Like he, he doesn't have to say what he's thinking. He's going to disobey the captain. He's going to go down to the engine room, and he's going to fix it. And he fix it, fixes it by sacrificing himself. And it's a crappy, um, the crappy Disney story where you sacrifice one of your friends to uh, to make the story happen. Of course, Gene Roddenberry was gonna was not gonna let Spock die. He brought him back in the search for Spock, which that's the that's a proper Star Trek uh, way of doing things. And uh, I I love how in WoW they tell those stories where the character dies, but then they come back as a ghost and they they fix it. They they let you have your good ending. Um, 
I don't want to spoil the story for Anduin. Right. Anduin has that moment where they redeem him. They don't let him die. Right. And that that is the correct way to tell a story, I think. Um, I think there's many stories to tell. Um, Star Trek, the old Star Trek is the proper Star Trek. The uh, new Star Wars, the new way of doing Star Wars is Blizzard. Uh, not Blizzard. Walt Disney bought the Star Wars franchise from George Lucas. They're starting to repeat the Star Wars, the, the Walt Disney formula, where they kill off one character you like all the time, and they make you care for that character before they kill it. And then everybody's happy at the end. Like, that, that is a bad story. Don Favreau did The Mandalorian. He did an amazing story where there's fight scenes. The guy doesn't take off his helmet because he doesn't have to. All he's got to do is stand there with the body language that says that uh, his brain's on fire and he's going to win the day no matter what. And he doesn't have to take off his helmet. He tells the good story by not saying anything and having, uh, I think his name is Pasquale. He's a, a Mexican actor. He's great. I love him in all his movies. He's so, so good. All his lines are amazing. Anyway. Uh, Mandalorian, they do a proper storytelling with lots of uh, space battles and conflict. Cara Dune, she's um, the actress who used to be in Deadpool 1. She's a, a bigger lady. She has a, a big frame on her. And uh, the Disney <laughs> Mandalorian, she fights like a guy. She picks up a guy, punches him in the face, throws him across the floor. She takes on one of those uh, walkers thingies with the two cannons on it. And they bring it down and the Mandalorian kills it. So they're amazing. They, they, they tell such a good story. Don Favreau, uh, they have a space battle where it would have cost, I guess, too much to do the computer animation. Pedro Pascal? And Pedro Pascal, that's the guy. Okay. He's so good. They had him on um, uh, the Late Late Show. Thank with you, uh, Dreadnought. James okay. Cohen. Yeah, oh, he's so good. It's worth watching all the seasons of The Mandalorian over and over. The story is very well told. Um, you have the story of um, us, the heroes, taking on these elites that are impossible to bring down. You have to bring a friend, otherwise you're going to you're gonna die to the elite mob without the mob you know, ever being in danger of dying. Um, they had the George Lucas, when he did A New Hope with Star Wars, there was supposed to be another player in there, uh, another um, actor, Reg, who was supposed to be Luke's wingman. Well, Reg got cut out of the movie because Spielberg told Lucas that he made a bad movie. Mm. They rearranged the five, the five segments of the movies, and at the end, Han Solo comes out to shoot the TIE fighter next to Darth Vader so that Luke can do the, the shot of his uh, X-Wing at 200 yards into the well. And you hear um, you hear Obi-Wan Kenobi in his head saying, let go. You know, don't use the computer. The computer is slowing you down. You're going to die. You have to let go. You have to trust the force. And right. it's a really good story. It's engaging. Because um, 
I had to go downtown on Thursday and I'm only driving 20 kilometers, but it, the city where I live near Vancouver is like, uh, the traffic is second worst in North America. It's just like driving in LA. <laughs> and Siri is trying to do the GPS for me to get me there faster. All the side streets are blocked. Traffic is at a standstill in many locations. And I get to this intersection, and Siri tells me to do four U-turns. <laughs> I, I look down at the GPS. Obviously, Siri is completely berserk at this point. Right. She doesn't know what she to do. She can't deal with there, it. There's a little stop sign in the middle of a, a concrete thing, and she's telling me to circle that twice because she can't oh. figure out that I have to go straight to get to the side street. And then once I finally get downtown, Siri goes, turn left, turn right, turn left, turn right, turn left, turn right, turn left, turn right. Because it's all one-way streets, and she's trying to navigate me to the, the Cordova and um, Homer. Oh. All she had to say is Cordova. I would have <laughs> figured it out to go around in the bigger circle and drive slower, safer. But instead, right. I'm cutting off other vehicles in traffic. Uh, going as fast as I can at the risk of flipping the vehicle over, taking the mm -hmm. curves as hard as I can, speeding, double the speed limit. It's like, just tell me where you want me to go. My brother says he uses a Google phone. You hook that thing in the windows, and Google puts a triangle on the structure you're trying to get to. So you can see on the Google phone a picture of what you're looking at through your windshield. Yeah. If you're trying to get to the entire state building, it puts a triangle on it to say that's where you're going. Oh, kind of like I the way you figure out how to do a quest. No, <laughs> it's a, it's a oh, World of Warcraft. Like, when you're going towards a quest, it puts a little triangle on it so you can. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it says uh, 600 yards to this target. Yeah, right. It's so you thing. see through you see through where right. what you're trying to do. Yeah. They do that in science fiction. They do like the map, the three-dimensional map that has um, an overlay. I think the Apple app does it. The Apple map instead of the Google map does that too. Because I was walking somewhere and it showed me a, a physical representation of where I was Siri, walking. Siri is just not able to tell us fast enough. Not what Siri. To do. I'm talking about Apple Apple Maps. We'll yeah. Do but they use the voice of Siri to uh, give the directions when they're using the GPS for Google Maps. Right, but not Google Maps. Apple Maps. I have to download that. I, yeah, I, it's, Google it's already downloaded. Anyways, oh, I just wanted to say that um, Dreadnought said that uh, Pedro Pascal was also exceptional as the lead in Narcos. Oh, I think I have to see that. I haven't seen it yet. Cool he's good at whatever he does. He's he's exceptional. He's a very gifted actor. He loves uh he loves uh who's that actor? Uh the white guy who did the uh, Ghost Rider. Uh come on. Dreadnought? Uh, <laughs> come on, not Dennis Quaid. Um take care. Um can't think of the actor. He's been married many times. He's uh, broke because he didn't pay taxes for five Nicholas years. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, yeah. He loves Nicholas <laughs> Thank Cage. Thank you, Dreadnought. <laughs> he loves Nicholas Cage. And we saw him on the plane. He was shaking. He's like, 
have to act with him. He's like a big fan. He's like a super fan of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> he has to act as this big drug dealer who who hires Nicolas Cage to come to his house and do a party. And then uh, he gets busted. So he has to get Nicolas Cage out of his compound without getting caught. <laughs> so it's like, it looks like the best movie ever. I'd pay $30 to watch that at the movies. No, the best Nicolas Cage is Family Man. That was one of Vishnu's favorite. Oh, is it? Uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's uh, great. It. It's really great. Um, but uh, there was something else I want to talk about in the movie. Um, but yeah, the uh, the stories in WoW are what keeps bringing me back. And I want to share those stories. And I want to experience them as well with friends. I started doing Mythic Dungeons, but it's very taxing. It, I like it. I'm so burnt out after the end of the dungeon. We did one uh, of uh, Tazavesh 2, the Solius Gambit. I had two keystones. We finished with 45 seconds on the clock. Mm. And then the mob count was at 98%. So we had to run quickly backwards to pull another mob. Otherwise, we weren't going to get our loot. And when you do a mythic, you trade all the loot at the end. You, you don't care if you got something or not. You, like you, 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 you just want. You're just so grateful to pass the the test and to succeed that you'll give away all this. Like somebody asked me, "Oh, you got a trinket with leech? I'm a tank. Can I have it?" I don't, I don't care about that thing. I don't tank. I just DPS and frost are unholy, and you can have all the loot. I don't care. I just want to get this quest done. For four mythics, I go. Oh, I, 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 it's unimportant with the loot that I got. I'm just so happy to finish this quest. Oh, sorry to interrupt friend. you, but Dreadnought said that uh, Family Man is is his favorite, her favorite movie, and it it is. You have to see it. It's just a wonderful movie. The little girl is so cute. Promise you won't drain my brother, me and my brother's brains. <laughs> It's just so cute. Oh, Family Man? Yes. That's the one where he, he ends up, he wakes up one, well, I'm not going to tell the things, but it's it's a really good movie. And and they got the best um, characters, the best actors. The little girl was so good. That's all right, Dad, Dana. Oh, I'm I think that's pretty much been my week. Oh, there was uh, something in the mid in the. Forgast, I found a vendor that sells cosmetic on Forgast 10, and I bought the best-looking shoulders in the game. They're Ventier shoulders, full of spikes. I haven't worn any shoulders on my rogue since Cataclysm. I put always shoulders hidden because all the shoulders for rogues just look so ugly. Like, there's just nothing to wear. And uh, I was doing... Uh, I put a screenshot in the notes of uh, Constructs 1, my main, with the Vantier shoulders. I have the tabard of the Demon Hunter from Legion. I have the hat from Fishing. Or uh, There's a quest with a dirigible in, uh, in uh, not Twomp of Sorrows, the other one. Uh, Muds, near Mudsprocket. Oh, Doc, Doc Wallow Marsh. Doc Swallow Marsh, yeah. So I got the dirigible hat. I always transmog my blades to look the same. I got an axe. I don't care about the look of the axe. So I transmog it to swords. And uh, I make all my boots and everything look green because I like that color variant. 
It's the color of moissanite. If you look up uh, in rare and precious stones, moissanite is a second in hardness to diamond. So there's the hardest thing on on earth is diamond. The second hardest in the precious stones is called moissanite. It's a green, semi-green, um, off color. I have a I have that in my wedding ring, and uh, that's pretty much been my week. Awesome. Oh, excellent! Oh, oh, how you doing? I get excited. I get giddy. I love making mini alts. My dog is trying to poop for the horn. On my head. How was your weekend gaming in VR? I watched you the other day. <laughs> did you? What did you? Yeah, mean? No Man's Sky. Oh, but it didn't where work. You had, where, where you had trouble trouble logging in? I'm like, yeah, ah, it never showed up, which I'm kind of frustrated because I paid thirty dollars for that game. <laughs> Get a refund or get them to fix yeah, it. Yeah, it's complicated because it's really a flat screen game. Yeah. And um, so it doesn't work very well. It, it's not it right. wasn't created specifically for VR. Um, yeah. And interesting, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about today is that um, VR is very complicated. And yeah, because yeah. of that, it creates a kind of barrier for people to actually join in. I put a, a shot in the show notes of my um, my rig, which I have to wear every time I play. And that's another barrier. Yeah. Some people might not want to wear something over their head. You for know. me, it's a space country. Like, you don't see, but I only have like about six or seven inches on each side of the chair. There's right. no room for There's it, no for room. anything like that. And you do need, and and speaking of that, you do need room. And um, it's funny you mentioned that because in Population One, they change the parameters of the game every right. once in a while. I um, last week I was talking about how they brought in something called SMG Mayhem. Right. Where you could only use certain guns and you couldn't use sniping. And sniping is right, really, right, right. it's a big thing because people will get people will get really good at the sniping and then they'll go somewhere where they can just peek over the edge with their gun and shoot. Right. And you know, that's not very challenging. So when they brought in the SMG mayhem last week it was you were more up close to people and it was interesting. Well they really changed it. They bought in Sword Mayhem. Oh, wow. Which is only swords and grenades. <laughs> and well, it, I, I think I think the um, the Mech Warrior franchise has the Hatchet Man, which is insane considering you can't get to the target with them quickly. But the Hatchet Man has a devastating weapon, which chops stuff off the other mech like it's the, the big robots can, cannot survive those kinds of hits mm. so well, can you survive a hit from a sword or is it one shot it it it's not one shot um the swords um everybody has a sword so it's really and that's yeah. the only weapon you have 
And what I've learned is if you strike straight up and down, you get 75 damage. So if you do it twice, you can get you can kill somebody. But one of the things I've been doing and I found that helps is if before you go to sword somebody, you drop some grenades on them. That does some damage. So when your damage comes in, right. and it's really exciting. I actually put a clip in the show notes if and if the um chat room wanted to go to uh controlaltwild.com the show notes for this episode is already up and there is a clip in there of me sorting away <laughs> and but here's the problem so and and this feeds back into the barrier the complication of virtual reality and what you were saying about space so when you're sorting you're in a phys- you're physically moving around in your room in your area. Yes. Well, here's the thing. Normally for VR, you have a, a what's called a guardian. And right. if you go to step out the guardian or get close to the edge of the guardian, this grid comes up, very reminiscent of the holodeck. <laughs> you can see the grid and you can tell that you're stepping outside your area. Or your your safe spot. Is it is it like when they tell data, data or uh, Picard safety pro- protocols are offline? <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. But but here's the thing with swinging your your sword is that you're doing this and you're going so yeah. fast that you actually can go outside your guardian. So I had to move stuff. I had a bookcase over here. I moved that um, yeah, yeah. several times in, in the middle of a heated game. I have um, heard people go, damn, or boom, or you can hear it and someone's hurt themselves. So it's, it's Yeah, yeah, they, they fall over, they trip on something. No, no, you hit. You hit, you hit a shelf, you hit something. I've hit this mic a couple of times, but I have to move it back. Oh, wow. So, and I hit the, the couch. So you're, because you're swinging, you know, yeah. but it's very exciting because two other things come into play. One is they have decreased the gravity so you can fling yourself up. And then in one of the maps that you can play in, which is Metropolis, there are yeah. these jump pads. So you jump up in the air and you find yourself in the air chasing somebody. They're chasing you. It looks yeah. like this beautiful ballet yeah, yeah, yeah. with swords. So it's really exciting. But here's the thing. I was playing with someone and they said, oh, I, I got to go. I want to go shoot people. So you're not, you, you, you don't have a gun. There's no guns. Yeah. And some people can't enjoy themselves without. The shooting is distance. The shooting is comfort zone. This is totally outside your comfort zone. But here's the best part of all the sword mayhems. To to every single one that I've played, the people have been enjoying themselves. There's no one screaming, why did you do that? You suck. You need to pull back. You don't know what you're doing. It's just pure, pure fun and madness. Although I did have a funny thing happen. One of my teammates was trying, had 
friended somebody in the lobby in between games you end up in the lobby and they do this and i talked about this before but they do this really neat thing is in the lobby there's four to, to six people on each team so you play a game with dot 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 these four people well when you get in the lobby they mix it up and so right. now the person that you were on the team with is now your is now on the other team. And as long as you don't exit out of the lobby, you will continue to be with the same people. But people come and people go, so it's an interesting turnover. But this guy had friended somebody in the lobby in between games and he didn't want to shoot. He didn't want to stab him. He didn't want to. He was trying not to stab him. And the guy killed him. I said, I always kill my friends. <laughs> That's the beauty of the game is that you, you, you know, you're still in combat. You're still in, you're still fighting. Even if, even if you are, um, if you friended them. Um, okay. So what else? So I put in some of my winning games. I actually had a really good one where I got like eight kills, which was my best and highest kill. Um, there's a new get a new, uh, quest coming out. It's supposed to be quest three or, or quest pro. It's going to be way expensive. Everybody's talking about it. I'm fine with what I got for now. But it should be interesting. Um, what else have I been doing? Oh, I've been playing. Of course, I've been playing World of Warcraft. I uh, I got your message about the Violet Sands. I put it up, but I haven't sold one yet. Um, there's still 60,000 on Earth and Ring right now. Yeah, keep, keep listing them all. Because okay. uh, they're, they're starting to pick off on other realms. Mm -hmm. What's happening right now is people are waiting. They're in a... They're either leveling something or they're fleshing out their collections. Mm. And they're buying the cheapest possible way to get to the next 100 mounts or the next 50 mounts to get right. the new mount. Right, exactly. So if they get the 400 mounts, they get the, the bird thingy. If they get the 350, they get the elemental thingy. It's all about catching them at the right time when they're like, oh, I just sold my bind on equip from the raid now i have 100k and i don't have anything to spend it on what are right. what can I, what can i look at my least list of achievement right right oh vile ascends is 10 points they, they didn't buy it for the achievement maybe they already have a passenger mount or they're buying it for somebody else who just got their flying right it, you don't you don't know what you the excuse know. is they, they're just looking for a way to spend their gold so i took your advice to heart about um not bringing out my blueberry uh, during um, in dungeons, yeah, because yeah. it takes away from the tank. And just to look around, I, I know you said take out the imp, but I wanted to look at yeah. my other demons, and I took out my succubus. Yeah. And I immediately got a quest. Like, why is my succubus giving me a quest? Well, apparently, if you are offended by the succubus... <laughs> You could have the uh, incubus. The, the incubus the, is just the, as the a man. It's just the as man, a or you could have the sword lady. There's two different right. ones. Well, the succubus is the woman, and the incubus is the man, male yeah. one. But they're both they're both kind of offensive either way. 
<laughs> but I took the incubus, so because yeah. um, I'm on me, and yeah. he's a guy, so he has a guy. Yeah. Yeah, and right. um, yeah, I was like, you saw me play No Man's Sky. I've been trying other yeah. games. Uh, yeah. I I tried Rec Room again. Yeah. But uh, it was too laggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am enjoying um, the Sword Mayhem, but it's over tomorrow in Population One, so we'll be ba- back to um, Team Deathmatch, which is still fun. And my game, my game bugged out on Wednesday. I, I think the um, the patch for Dragonflight downloaded, so oh. the day after reset, I had seventy five gigabytes downloaded, and it wouldn't launch no matter what. Mm. It just it got it got stuck and it got stuck hard, and there's nothing I could do to start the game. Doesn't matter if I reboot or whatnot. My friend tried to unplug his um, his uh, external drive to get it to go, and it deleted the game. <gasps> he had to do a full reinstall because oh, he no. screwed up. He screwed up his folder and basically and the I, connection. The text came up. You will mm-hmm. no longer be able to play. You have to reinstall from scratch. Wow! I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, or I guess you're coming back in three days because mm-hmm. I don't have time. I, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. And then it happened to me the next day. I got the the update and the swirly swirly, and it just kept saying initializing, initializing, initial, and that's all it said for seven hours in a row. And like, if I bug with this thing, I'm gonna lose my waffle. His add-ons didn't work for three days. So he couldn't download DBM or TomTom. Nothing worked. So when the game installs, I guess it, they're doing a new talent system. So they're putting a whole bunch and a new interface. So they're putting a whole bunch of stuff in the game that's basically going to completely change the look of WoW. And if you interrupt that process, they're like, too complicated. Just come back when your computer's fixed. They're not, they're not going to waste it. That's a... That's a uh, Microsoft thing. Microsoft do it that way because if you don't play by their rules, they just make your computer not run properly and you have to get in and get Windows reinstalled. They have no time to uh, fix your problem. They're there to sell you a new operating system. I I, I love hate Microsoft. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I can imagine. But um, the other thing I've been doing, which is really neat with um, VR, and I should have put a screenshot, was that you can go into, when, when you're wearing the, the headset, you can go to websites that have virtual tours, and you're inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of neat. I was, like, doing some virtual apartment tours just to see what that was like so that was really neat and last but not least (laughs) i put a screenshot in the show notes of my new pet and it's i named it rom because i got it from grand (laughs) negus and i just think that the thing about pokemon is it's it's neat that because we're friends and we exchange gifts, every once in a while you will send someone an egg. I got an egg all the way from Germany. <laughs> so, 
So what happens is um, he gets, we can get gifts from poke spots. And the gifts have different things in it. And we can send them to other people around anywhere. And I have friends. I have a friend in uh, San Francisco. I have Duvasay who sends me stuff. And, well, Brewdog was sending me stuff. And I thought he was in Florida. But what he's been sending me lately has been from Texas. So it's kind of interesting. When I was down in, when I was on my cruise, I picked up a couple of gifts from the Bahamas and I was sending them out to people. So Pokemon's kind of neat in that way in that you can do things around the world and it's kind of neat. So I want to do a shout out to, to Grand Negus and thank him for it's a little pony, pony tia. It's called Ponita. Ponita. P O N Y T A. But I renamed it Rom after uh, Grand Negus, after um, Quark's brother. Um, it looks like a female, and I almost wanted to name it Lita, but we have a Lita. So it's, I thought that was kind of neat. And. Uh, I do want to try. I'm at the I'm at the screen in Steam where I can refund No Man's Sky. It looked really interesting. It was supposed to be about you go to different planets, and it kind of reminded me of. Has anyone played Eve Online, where you you know you build up bases and you uh, do all these different things with um, with space travel. And you get ships that you can send on missions. I was kind of looking forward to that. Um, the other thing I'm going to be playing in a little bit is Contractors. They've done some changes with that where you can do different mods. There's a, even a Halo mod. And I think I talked about this is also in a um, World of Warcraft mod where you're like playing in uh, Mulgar and stuff. Hey, I did a little Zenith. I went on Zenith and did some um, stuff on that one. And I also played some Horizon World. But um, yeah, it's been fun. And... I, oh, the last thing I did was Supernatural. They have, uh, it's an exercising thing. And it's fairly neat because while you're exercising, you have a coach in front of you. And he's motivating you or she's showing you how to do exercises, which I probably should do more often. And uh, that's about been my week. <laughs> uh, we don't have any updates this week, I don't believe. Again, if you want us to write us, you can write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at controlaltwow. And thanks for joining us in the chat room. Thank you, Kyle, wherever you are. I'm a Prillian for the Horde. I'm constructs for all those dead DPS on the floor in LFR. I'm part of them. <laughs> and for Grand Negus, Rule of Acquisition, number 19. 
satisfaction, satisfaction is not, is not guaranteed. guaranteed. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, chat room. Bye, chat Thanks room. for joining us. Thanks for joining us. You were great. <laughs>